Okay. Well, today's uh, Neuralink demonstration day, or the day after, rather. What are, you th what are your thoughts? Well, first off, let, let, let's let's take a step back. And let's, let's dig into Elon a little bit. I'm a, you know, I, you you were with me. You we were watching it. We were talking about it. Six o'clock. I got 40 minutes late. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let's start there first. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> like you know that we're so excited to to hear about this project that you just feel like. You know, people wait. And the best part is that I'm on, I'm on Twitter and I'm reading and he goes, oh, yeah, it's going to start in a minute. And then another 12 minutes go by. You think he's doing that on purpose? Oh, 100%. Yeah, just building up some. I, I didn't feel like the build up was all that necessary, though. I mean, the thing was, it was supposed to be sweet. I feel like it kind of let me down a little bit. I, it, <laughs> you, you, you're being very nice and saying <laughs> that it let you down a little bit. It let me down a lot. So it's mostly like a sales pitch for people to work there, right? A hundred percent. I mean, look, yeah. it, I think that if, if we want to go by a sales pitch and, you know, the show, look, I, there's no way you could tell me I don't want to work for Elon Musk. Well, yeah, of course. But you, know? you think that if you work for him, he's going to know who you are? I don't think he knew who those people were. That's why he was telling them to get up and say their names. That's actually very <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think of it that way. I thought maybe he's hey, like, um, 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 can you get up and uh, tell me who you are? What's your, what's your name is? Uh, I'm just let, gonna sit over here and put my mask on. Let's, let's just let's just get some credit for the work that you've done in the development of. This. I mean, the thing's sweet. Let's put it that way. I mean, I just wanted more out of it. I was hoping the thing was gonna. I was hoping he was gonna remote control the pig out of that pen, or something cool. But it wasn't there yet. I don't know what I expected. Yeah. I, maybe, you know, like, hey, we had this pig that had this heart condition and we cured it. Yeah, or we cured like, it. Or this pig was paralyzed and well, we fixed it. He's claiming that that's going to be the goal, right? That he's going to be able to cure diseases based on putting electricity in your brain. But do you believe that? Well, let me think about how, how, how is that possible? So what, when the thing turns off, you just die? Right. You know, is it like a pacemaker when you pull it out of your head? It's just that's it. What, what happens when you go to charge it? Is, it? is it still like making sure that your congenitive heart failure is not failing you? I, I, I don't understand it. I mean, that I, part he didn't explain. I, I think I have more faith in like nanotech. Yeah. Than, right. than that. You know, I mean, I, I can understand like carrying like paralysis and being able to walk again. That totally yeah, makes that sense. Yeah, that makes sense because that's just electricity already right or strokes make sense seizures they make sense mm -hmm. you know any type of medical ailment that you may have that's related to brain activity it yeah. totally makes sense yeah but, i mean i feel like i would i would get one of those implanted he's a 10 millimeters thick just flush with your skull you only have a little scar like you got in a you know motorcycle accident no big deal i, I don't know i mean let, let's let's so we talked last time about are we too reliant on technology? So you know we so passed more reliant, now. yeah. Like that immediately. Now that I need this thing right. to make me live. And then what? Are you stuck in the Elon Musk providing you with health data, or not health data, but health living? Like you rely on him to that, keep you alive? That's, that's weird. Kind of crazy. Now what I will say is if they could do something really cool, like all right, so now we have Neuralink, and mm -hmm. then. We interface Neuralink with your Tesla. And now, you know, when you go into autopilot, it can send you, like, maybe you can take a nap. Maybe you can go to sleep. And the Neuralink is linked to your car. It can wake you up 
and make sure that you're aware or maybe even subconsciously aware. Yeah. Where literally you're napping, but your sub your body subconsciously well, at is that still point, able to operate this vehicle. Everybody will just always be sleeping and then just like project themselves through this neuralink. He's talking about telepathy, right? So you should be able to communicate without talking, right? Over Do you want to do that? No. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and like be mute and figure out like two people are talking to each other about me, but yeah, I can't no. see it because they got me on mute. I don't like that. I mean, maybe communication with like... That's like robot shit. I'm going to apologize to my wife right now, but like maybe yeah, communicating chicks. to her oh. through telepathy <laughs> so immediate, that... Immediately went to side chicks. I <laughs> so I can't get yelled at physically and I can literally just mute you, like turn you down. Like, oh, you can yell at somebody in your own head right now. <laughs> you know oh, you I mean mute somebody? Yeah, okay, like, I got you. We didn't actually have to physically talk and I could just mute you. Yeah. Like... That's every man's dream. Like, literally, all right, change the channel. That's like, that reminds me of Click, that, that movie with Adam Sandler, where he just mutes his wife, and the next thing he fast-forwards through, like, his whole life. Which will happen with one of these things, man. You're going to be like, okay, my boss is yelling at me. Tune me out. Put me into a desert island or a tropical island. I'm just going to chill there for three minutes while this conversation's going. Put yeah. me on autopilot. Yeah, like, I could totally see a reality 355 years from now. Well, we are able to do something Yeah, like and they that. weren't nowhere near that now. <laughs> I mean... Well, let's talk about what he does give us. So he's talking about a thing the size of a quarter that you would implant into your head using a, a robot. I guess we'll get to that. But you you have these pins, electrodes, right? You have, what, what a thousand of them? Is that how thousand, many? 1,024. And that's how many wires they put into your head? Oh, no, no. So it was 1,024 channels. Oh, okay. Across um, however many wires that are in there. Yeah. It, it didn't look like a ton of wires. It didn't. It looked like about 20 to me. But yeah. those are, he said they're thin. So they're five microns thin, which makes them 20 times thinner than a human hair. And also made the claim that when you insert it into the brain, it doesn't cause any bleeding, which means there's no neuron damage. That, I mean, that looked cool. Uh, I don't know if that's true either. So we bring up the picture of uh, that brain. Uh, it's, I think, it, yeah, there it is. Yeah, so we got the picture of the, the needles or the electrodes actually going into the brain. It kind of looks like an eyeball to me. It, it totally does. It, but isn't that kind of weird to you? Yeah, that's strange. And then I guess also they're wires. So as you move your head, your skull is fixed, but the wires can sway back and forth without hurting you. I don't know if I trust that. One, one brain tap and i think that thing's gonna get dislodged and kill you well well the other thing that kind of like throws me off is okay we have this device like i understand that the device is tiny i mean it's literally the size of a quarter yeah right? I, I thought it would be tinier honestly and but you call it the a fitbit for your brain yeah i thought that was the dumbest fucking analogy i ever heard i think he just probably <laughs> meant because of bluetooth right you have to get it that way i, mean, I, I get it but like if yeah, you know stupid. like the basics of bluetooth you know that the date, the transfer speeds are are not the best. Yeah, that's the first thing. Well, I think they said they had onboard computing, so it, it whittles down the data to some kind of understandable data set and then sends it up through Bluetooth, right? Yeah, I mean, so megabit wireless data, right? So, but so post compression, like, what device is actually like processing that power? I'm not sure. Not many. I mean, well, what, your phone, right? That's the idea. You got to take it down to your phone. Use an app to do it. But do you want your phone, like, do you want to rely on your phone to keep you alive? No. Uh, no, I don't. And That's the main selling point here, too. I don't think he was talking about 
playing music or playing StarCraft or playing any of that dumb shit. He was talking about saving people's lives. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what that's what's weird to me. Is, now, is that like raising money? Is that what he's trying to do here? I, I hope talking so. Talking about being God. Look at all the claims. So he's saying, one, you can cure memory loss. You can cure hearing loss. You can cure blindness. You can cure paralysis. You can cure depression. You can cure insomnia. You can, p- can cure extreme pain. So it just blocks it. That's a, it just a mental block. Is that what it has to? There's no way it just cures it, right? It, it, it has to be like turning off like the your nerve endings of some sort temporarily, temporarily, right? Not like right? killing them. But what about like the swelling? Like I understand the pain, but yeah, the other part is the swelling, which is well, your is body that fighting ca- off an infection. Now, how or- does that work? You think that the swelling comes because of your biology or because your brain is telling your body that it needs to send? No, I think there's white other blood cells. Happening. Yeah, you I think th- that it's just a an autoimmune type of thing? It happens I, automatically. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think brain. I don't know how any of this would work. It, it it doesn't make sense. And then the other point is, is like, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he mentioned at some point, like, like almost having like a heads up display. Being yeah, you able could to see it, read it in your real info time. in real time. Yeah, that's not good. So, like, if you think about like memory loss, are we carrying memory loss by like recording a video? Onto oh, like a see. cloud server that or, you could re- like recall instantly. Yeah, like that's pretty crazy. But so. I can see a reality. I mean, we're yeah. literally on the verge of gigabit internet connections yeah, wireless speeds, right? Right, and then you have um, multiple access edge computing coming along with that. So, so this is edge computing, though, right? Because they got to do as much forward. processing right there on the on the chip as they can. And yeah. then send it up to the cloud. What kind of processing power does that quarter-sized chip have? I don't know. And, and then is he going to treat them, us all like Tesla's, where he pushes updates to us like in real time and takes our data to like fix problems? What, what and it's going to be anonymous, quote-unquote, so they won't know who you are, but eventually they'll know exactly what you're thinking yeah. and what you're doing. And at some point they're going to have to stop terrorism. And they're going to have to tap into everybody's brain to see what everyone's thinking for the greater good. Everyone's tapped in. Yeah. You're, you're all, I don't know a mobile chip right now that does not have GPS built in. Right. Or, yeah. Or some Bluetooth or something that is easily obtainable, connectable. Right? Like, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't see a reality where we aren't too connected. You're relying on your phone and technology to, like, fix you. I just, yeah, this is just one more step in that direction. Yeah, I, I guess I look at it this way is, and it sounds really bad, but if we're going to die, we're going to die. Yeah. You know, this, like, so what, this seems unnatural to you? Yeah, like I, I don't, I see more of a reality to use this for other things. It almost seems like the health aspect of it is the, the aspect we probably shouldn't use it for. Yeah, maybe a lot of people are also thinking that this is going to be like their fountain of youth or they're thinking that this is going to be their singularity where they're going to be able to upload themselves to a computer. I think he even said that at some point that you're going to be able to upload yourself and live on forever inside of maybe a robot, maybe some kind of robot biological thing, but you get to keep going. Is this altered carbon? And my, my gripe <laughs> with that is that I think that if you upload yourself to a computer, that that's not even you. That's just a copy of you. No, it's it's your consciousness. But I don't even think it's your consciousness. I think it's just an exact copy of you at that moment. You make it, you press the button, it uploads you, but then you keep on living. Yeah. Your like, copy of you might be just exactly who you are, but it's not you. Can it learn? 
Yeah, like, I can keep it, on learning, but it's probably just some other entity. If you die, you're not just going to go on and keep living through yeah, the like, computer Yeah, like, where's self. your personality? Where's your feelings? Yeah, until like, they can transfer your soul or whatever makes you you. This uh, this is all just garbage. Yeah, I, I'm not... It's creature comforts. I'm, I'm really... I'm, I'm weirded out by it just a little bit just because you got to put this in your brain and you don't know where this data is going to. And I know that they're going to say that it's some secure element on a processor Nothing's where secure. it's all local. Nothing's ever secure, it's not, right? Yeah, no, I don't, I just don't believe it. I, I really, I don't believe it. Um, you know, I, I think. Well, you don't trust Elon Musk with everything you're thinking? It's not even just Elon Musk. I just don't trust humans. Yeah, I don't trust anybody. That's where, that's where the, that's where that story ends for like, sure. I, would, I don't know a single day? person on earth that I would want inside of my brain. No. Knowing what I'm thinking. Even my partner or anybody. No. No. Not at all. No. But we're going to trust that to a, a server somewhere. Like, could you imagine, like, when you get into an argument, like, look, I will never condone domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. But you immediately but get But there, there are times where I'm like, man, I wish I could fucking dropkick her right now. Yeah. And, and then, what, you get arrested for what you're thinking? saw that? Like, Ooh. Yeah, it, it, like or even like Minority you get Report. Get trouble, right? yeah. Minority Report is what I was thinking of. You know, you had the precogs that yeah, the precog they predicted crime yeah. before it happened, and you didn't even know like if it was actually going to happen. They just assumed it was going to happen. So that was one of the points that he made. If you go to uh, the picture of that pig that's walking, what they got is they got this pig walking, and based on its brain readings, they can figure out predictively what joint is going to move. So as it's walking, left foot front foot right foot front foot left foot back foot it's like they know what it's going to do before it does it so is that the same thing it knows what you're going to think before you think it and if it can write to your brain is it putting thoughts in your head is it subliminally telling you choose mcdonald's over burger king could you imagine people paying for advertising space in your in head? your brain right like, well, that would be crazy i don't think many people consider that could it be subject like microscopically tilting you in some direction you don't want to go in until eventually you go that way and people just don't notice those subtle changes but am i the only person to think about this if i'm a person if i have a a cat a dog a horse and they walk they walk the same way unless they're injured maybe it changes Mm -hmm. so to predict the muscles and tendons that it's going to use yeah like I guess you're right. Sell me on something bigger than that, buddy. That's true. <laughs> like, sell me on the fact that I know it's going to walk across the room right. and go eat because yeah. it's telling me, mm-hmm. based on its brain activity, that it's hungry. Yeah, that's true. But this is still the early stages, right? The best thing they could do for you is put some <laughs> electrodes in its snout brain activity and tell you beeps. I know. I guess I'm just... And I'm not even 100% sure milk. that that's real. There might be some guy in the back with a horn watching the thing. Beep, 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 beep. Every time it touched something, he was just pressing just the button. I waited 40 minutes to watch... A pig. Yeah. Gertrude. Snout. Gertrude. Gertrude. Sorry, Gertrude. No yeah. no disrespect to Gertrude. Yeah. You are... A, actually, Gertrude was like... Look at that forget pig. Forget you. Look Gertrude didn't even want to come out. Look at that pig. That's probably <laughs> the cutest pig I've ever seen. Look how happy it is to have a Neuralink in its head. Oh, it's going to be bacon yeah, at some point in its life. Yeah, that's for sure. That's so they, so they had it in there for two months in its brain already. And so it's happy and healthy. It looks happy. It looks healthy. Now, I do think it's really cool that they were able to remove one. From the pig, and it was happy and healthy. After the fact. After the fact. I think that that's really cool. So, yeah. I guess for Some that No harm done kind of thing. But what are what about the psychological effects? Like, do we know if there's going to be any psychological effects after you remove one of oh, these devices? If you become reliant on it? Like, right. you're, you just see everything immediately, solve anything immediately, and then somebody takes it from you? Like, it's a rental? 
Yeah, they said one chip can affect what ten thousand neurons, right? Yeah, like no, one, no, no, one electrode, one electrode. So every one of those little uh, wires controls ten thousand neurons. So that, that's that's pretty crazy to think, right? But yeah. So let's say if there's forty, so we're talking, you know, four hundred thousand, yep. uh, you know, neurons. Mm-hmm. Like, that feels like that could do a lot, right? I don't think so. No. I mean, uh, how, how many neurons? Does it take? Does it take? I don't know. And then the other thing is, is I understand that, you know, it converts the data into wavelengths. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, like, how do you decipher that? Like, I understand, like, when we look at, like, programming, we know the ones and the zeros. We understand that. But we're talking about a human brain. Like, this is something that we haven't really fully yeah, tapped into. I don't know if it's going to be able to, like, figure out your emotions. I think they could start small. Figure out right arm, left arm, and then work their way to, well, this is what we have to input for you to move your right arm without having to actually think about it. And then they'll control you slowly but surely, maybe run it through some, you know, some some, uh, computer learning algorithms, figure out, you know, what the data represents. Eventually, I think they could get there. The question is, is it ethical to get there? Should somebody be able to control you remotely just because they can I, I think that's wholeheartedly a, a very valid point. The other piece that I would say is a, another more practical application is exoskeletons. Yeah. You know, we're talking about someone that's, you know, crippled or disabled uh, of some sort and mm-hmm. being able to get them into an exoskeleton or even like, are we talking like real life Iron Man now? You know? Uh, yeah, uh, that's for sure. Because if it can read what you're thinking about doing and I'll put it, through another one he was saying if you get it implanted into your spine it can go from your brain straight to your spine and tell you what to do it could just as easy control exoskeleton yeah in real time but that stuff makes a lot more sense because now we're talking about okay think about how many soldiers go are overseas in iraq so you're saying put the soldiers in a warehouse put the robots in the field and have the soldier control the robot with its neuralink while it's just sitting there yeah more more agility better uh, problem solving. No skills. casualties. No casualties. You know, it's expensive though. I mean, it, it is expensive, but it's expensive now. How much does you know what, what's our defense budget? You know, probably like, pretty damn high. We're talking seven hundred uh, billion. The government dollars. would love to have this in everybody's brain. I, this would be like the best thing. I think that there's more practical applications that we should do, and we we can we can definitely affect like affect the quality of life in different ways. Other than really trying to, like, affect someone's brain. Yeah. I I mean, the brain's the last frontier. We don't even know anything about the brain. Nothing. We don't know what dreams are. We don't know why we sleep. We don't know what consciousness is. All we know is that our brains have some kind of chemical makeup and are full of electricity and firing and making us live and breathe and build cars. And I agree. And you see so many studies of... Oh, your brain only uses X amount of percentage, and we haven't fully tapped the, per- the potential. Of I your think brain it's, yet. that's a percentage at a time, though, right? Yeah, ten percent at a time. So what, this thing's gonna make you be able to use 30, 40, 100? Like, do we even know? No. You know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like. But we're probably pretty far away from that. We we have to be, but are we even meant to be there? I think that in a lot of ways, maybe humanity is just here to get us to that next level, because. If we weren't meant to find technology and we weren't meant to discover all these things, then they probably aren't, 
you know, weren't put here, not from like God or anything, but just weren't put here for us to find. I think we're just solving a puzzle to get us to that next point. Now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So this is slightly off subject, but like bringing to that point that you just said, sometimes when I think when we see UFOs, I think those are time travel. Like, I don't think that that's, like, someone from a different... Like, how the hell could you not sense someone coming into our atmosphere and flying around? Like, yeah. It makes sense if you folded time and you just popped back up, you know, 100 years ago. Yeah. And you're on the coast of California. That totally makes sense. And it also makes sense on why they never attack us. Because they're <laughs> literally just coming to check us out. Yeah. That's totally possible. You know? Something. That's for sure. But... Could this be like the step into getting to that point of time travel? Is Elon Musk an alien? <laughs> did he come he here? Like did he come here from the future? Dude, he's the for you to be worth ninety billion dollars, you are the worst public speaker I've ever seen. Worth yeah, that, billion dollars. Right. Well, he's just so smart. I feel like he he knows what needs to be done and then figures out who should do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, but you know what? I think a lot of people just believe in him. I mean, I know that he's a smart guy. Yeah, I believe in him. Um, I'm, I'm not going to hate on the dude. I'm about to get a Tesla, I feel like. That's a, that's a nice-looking car. That's an American car. Yeah, it, it really is. But is, is Elon Musk American? I don't Well, he's from South Africa, but I think he is American. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would hang out with the guy. I would pick his brain and get some knowledge you know, from him. But something just seems untrustworthy about him you know like he gives well, he's me doing, that vibe he's doing like, too much i don't know if he's doing too much but i just get the vibe that he does not have like he's literally trying to be like a philanthropist well that's what bill gates is doing too right? yeah but that's uh, that's the best way to do it right when you're a kid you want to change the world how do you change the world well, there's only one way to do it and that's through technology because everything else is pretty much fat cats who've already figured out how to steal you got the financial sector, it's just people stealing. Fuck those dudes. Oil sector, people stealing. Fuck those dudes. Generations of people stealing. Fuck those the dudes. technology is the new frontier. It's technology's new. The you know, coding, space travel. I mean, that's fifty years, seventy years maybe. But yeah. He's made it so that seventy years has been accomplished in five years by privatizing space travel, by privatizing the auto industry. But well, I, I, I guess the thing is, is like, while, did did he really I think that this is just somewhere that yeah, I think the companies did. really didn't want to go. I don't, I don't think they... Yeah, they didn't see the potential. They didn't think that it was possible. But I think they remember, he failed, he failed so many times. Like It was his last lo- rocket launch. Before there, was he was a, there was a hydrogen car that was built back in the 70s. Yeah, but that 80s. thing blew up, though, I'm pretty sure. No, they, the, the government scrapped the plans for it. Yeah, but wasn't it super unstable? I don't. I don't think so. I think it was more along the lines of. Uh, Let me take a break for a second. I think that one switched to photo mode. Is it out of space? Maybe. Definitely not. Okay, and we're back. Just added that back in. Yeah. So. I, I read this story about this hydrogen car, and I heard that it was phenomenal and i heard that it worked this is the car right here i don't think that that was it look up hydrogen car from the 1960s it was in the 60s or the 70s i think i remember this thing but i also think i remember hydrogen being super unstable but wasn't the guy that rogan was talking to he was like uh it might be that uh he swapped out his honda civic engine in with like a jet engine and then he became part of area 51 
he was one of those guys. Yeah, I, ju- I just wonder. But I, I think that there's... There's a lot of engineering that goes into those cars, though. For real. Those Teslas look amazing. And they're faster than all those muscle cars out there. They, yeah, and they're just putting I, that in the hands of the average person. I, yeah, but they're not really faster. They, they're faster they from feel, stoplight to stoplight. Yeah, they feel faster. But you um, don't need it to be fa- You're not going on a track. You're that average consumer. Yeah, you just want to feel the power. on the freeway... My 510 horsepower is smoking you. Yeah, I guess. It's just going to tap out. All the torque is going to be gone. Uh, that Model S looks pretty dope. Yeah. You can go. I mean, the 2012 Model S looks exactly the same as That's true. The 2020. It's slightly like, different. When are you going to change the body style? Like, it, I think they're just I, still you know, working on it. That's what it is about Elon Musk that bothers me and drives me crazy. He thinks we're fucking idiots. Why? Because he... he, he like. How do you go almost a decade with the same car's body style? Well, they, they're upgrading the software, they're upgrading the inside, and they're not retooling their factories. They're not worried about things like that. They're worried about the user experience, not the look. I mean, They I, know I people will it. buy it. I get it, but we are idiots because we keep buying it. Uh, we, well, look at the stock price. Look at how many sell, uh, sales they're making. There's no denying it. They're coming in hot. They're giving people what they want. But I, I don't and maybe what they want is you don't even know what they want. It, yeah, as it is because I don't, I don't know if, if it's hype, but it feels like he's killing it to me. I I agree. Look, I, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Tesla. I think that the cars are great. I think they're they're very nice cars. Uh, there, there's just something that rubs me wrong the wrong way about Elon Musk, and yeah. and it's not that I dislike the guy. Like I think that he's a pioneer. I think he's doing a lot of great things, but. Something just seems like disingenuous. Like it just. Well, I'll let him keep doing it until somebody else does it better. What do you think about these uh, these automated robots for doing surgery? That seems like a big industry. So that was the cool thing about this. Now, we can kind of like fast forward a little bit. You know, when we talk about surgical robots, but one, you got to think about where are these surgeries being done at. Like, are we in like a are we in the, a, a normal hospital facility? No, it right? sounded to me like it was like a drive-through setting. Like you were about to go into a minute clinic, get put into a room. The robot does its thing. Now, my next question is: like, is the surgeon there, or is this a remote surgery? Like, it could be that a surgeon oversees a wing, and there's like a ton of these things doing its thing. And if something goes wrong, he comes in and intervenes. But I think the idea is to have these things so automated that they just do their job and that's it. They're better than a person would be or eventually will be better than a person would be. I mean, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. But that's the way that the world's heading. You think that we're going backwards or are we moving forward? This is definitely the future, right? Because you want one of these things on your spaceship and you want to be able to not have to rely on a doctor if you're stuck somewhere out in space. we got to get out of here, right? I I mean, I guess, but I also think, like, are we... Like, do we get to a point where we have, like, nanotech, right? You just take a pill, and it goes in, and it fixes you up. It heals your wounds. Yeah, probably. But that's probably going to cost way too much, right? Yeah. With something like this, it's like you could charge per use. Just like insurance, they want that transactional cost. They don't want the the cure-all, be-all. They just want to patch you up a little bit. Well, with this asshole, he'll charge a licensing fee. For every surgery that you use. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll take 10 cents out of your dollar for sure. Yeah. And then the insurance Some, company will take crazy. the other. Yeah, that's for sure. But he probably deserves it, though. If you're going to build the machine that's going to take cancer out with 100% certainty, you deserve 10 cents out of the dollar. But I guess the other question is, this is this an insurance 
device? I think it's probably a way to raise money, if I were to take a guess. You know, like, I just, I don't know. There, there's, a, there's, there's so many unanswered questions. And I actually left this presentation with more questions than answers. Yeah. And I think that that... So that's a good thing. Is it? Yeah, because they want you to keep on wondering, keep on talking about it. They don't need you to have the answers because there are none. I, I agree, but... I guess the type of que- I'm an inquisitive person, so the type of questions that I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. are probably not the questions that he wants me to ask. That's true, but he's also not listening to you and me. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's listening to that brain, well, that brain of his. Guess what? That takes me that back neural to link in his brain. Trust Elon Musk. Yeah, something about him. He's got that neural link in his head already. Uh, yeah, he's light years ahead of us. I mean, he's he's already taking orders from the future. Yeah, he's just not telling us. I mean, that's I wouldn't put it past him. But I'm excited about it. I think if more people see things like this, and this is the way that we're going to head, there would be more opportunities for people. This is not a world anymore where people are farming. I mean, if you're a farmer now, you're making no money. You're working no, all day. And we just can't, we can't sustain ourselves that way. We have to look at solutions like this to help not only ourselves, but the people that need our help more than any other people. The people in the third world, the people that don't have water, access to health care. You could drop one of these little robots off there and fix an entire village, and they will be better off for it. You're, you're totally right, but on the flip side, right, when we talk about farming, like, why don't we have, I'm not going to say genetically altered food, but why don't we have food that we grow in a lab that's safer and healthier? They're working but, on that, though, aren't they? Like meat, meatless burgers? Don't like we think lab that that's meat? more important than this? I think it's all important. Right? But there's no money there. I feel like there's plenty of money there. 